In today's U.S. Fixed Income podcast, we welcome Andre Skiba, head of the Blue Bay U.S. Fixed Income team at RBC Global Asset Management. Thanks for joining me today, Andre. Hello, Tony. When inflation levels running at more than 40-year highs, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by 75 basis points on Wednesday. This marks the steepest interest rate increase since 1994. Why is the Fed hike necessary, Andre? Uh, The likelihood of recession in the U.S. has definitely uh, gone up over the recent weeks. Stubbornly high inflation necessitates aggressive action by the Fed. And the more aggressive the tightening of financial conditions we see across our markets and the economy, the higher the likelihood of a recession. We were hoping uh, to see inflation coming down, but it remains stubbornly high and market participants have been surprised by the extent to which it refuses to budge lower uh, in uh, the face of weaker economic conditions. That means that uh, growth will be under pressure and uh, we need to consider a serious likelihood of recession hitting in 2023. What used to be uh, a lower probability in our opinion is now a 50-50 chance as we look uh, towards 2023, and we need to monitor how inflation evolves between now and the end of the year to assess the likelihood of that scenario uh, happening. When it comes to other markets in Europe, uh, we've already seen a high recession risk because of the unprecedented shocks faced by uh, those economies uh, to do with spiking energy prices, but also impacts of the conflict in Ukraine. So when it comes to Europe, we already believed that uh, flattish growth is at best the outcome that you can see in Europe and a recession is a distinct possibility. So when it comes to uh, our perspectives on growth, it's a higher likelihood of recession in the US that is a recent change in our view, whereas the European expectations remain unchanged. So how can investors navigate a landscape of rising growth and geopolitical risk? In simple terms, with caution, uh, we would advise all investors to reassess their portfolios in light of a more challenging uh, growth outlook and continued geopolitical risks like uh, the conflict in Ukraine. In fixed income, it has a number of implications. It means that within your portfolios, you should prefer shorter duration assets to longer duration assets, uh, where the carry of the shorter duration assets can offset the negative impact of higher yields as we move through the rest of this year. It also means that you want to focus on credit exposures in sectors that are non-cyclical and are less sensitive to the growth of the economy. So in markets like investment grade, uh, that would mean focus on uh, sectors like TMT or healthcare or utilities that are less impacted by uh, the weaker growth uh, trajectory, while uh, reducing exposure to cyclical issuers in the industrial space and similar areas of the market. In high yield, it means being very careful about your triple C rated exposures. While US economy is doing well right now, with the weaker growth expectations ahead and recessionary risk increasing, that segment of the market will be most vulnerable to default risk as we steer through the next years. The same comment about non-cyclical preference in terms of sector exposure also applies, of course, 
uh, in high yield. And when we're looking at securitized markets, we would advise investors to focus on securities with a strong paydown uh, profile with shorter duration and those with greater liquidity. This is not the time to look for esoteric assets within the ABS or MBS markets uh, at a time when market stress could be increasing, volatility remains high, and liquidity profile of our markets will be diminishing. So in summary, we would advise uh, investors to focus on shorter duration assets, those in non-cyclical industries, and also more liquid, strong pay-down characteristic uh, securities within securitized space. Thanks. That, those are all very helpful insights. Now, Andre, who do you believe are the key winners and losers in the fixed income universe from this rate hike? I'm not sure we can say the many winners uh, when it comes to such aggressive uh, policy tightening as we've seen over the recent days. However, we do think that issuers with strong balance sheets, those that can withstand economic pressures and have an ability to address their capital structures without needing to access the market over the months to come, will be favored by investors. That applies across the spectrum of uh, fixed income investments. And the good news is that a lot of companies have done their homework. They have refinanced their obligations. Uh, they do not have meaningful maturities ahead. Uh, when we look at high yield markets, the forward-looking uh, maturity wall, i.e. bonds that need to be refinanced or debt securities that need to be refinanced in the markets, are the lowest they've been in many years. So from that perspective, uh, a lot of issuers are entering the slowdown from a position of strength and in much better shape than was the case in uh, previous downturns. At the same time, we would highlight uh, amongst losers those issuers that have, are running elevated levels of debt where their deleveraging is predicated on strong economic outturn and those issuers that operate in deep cyclical and more esoteric parts of our investment universe. Uh, we strongly feel that what used to be a diamond in the rough as an investment opportunity in bull markets can quickly become an albatross hanging down your neck when liquidity uh, evaporates and investors focus on larger, more liquid capital structures, larger, more liquid issuers within our investment uh, universe. So name selection is key. This is not the time for passive investing. This is absolutely the time to make very careful selections within your investment portfolios that align with a challenging growth outlook and lesser liquidity within uh, fixed income markets. All right. And as we head into the second half of 2022, investors are looking for ways to predict returns. Alpha and beta are both measures used to compare and predict returns. Why should investors be paying closer attention to alpha over beta? Simple answer is that because alpha can make a difference between losing money on a forward-looking basis and not. When markets are in much better shape and we can describe broader conditions as a bull market, then whether you are running an active or passive strategy often doesn't matter that much as everyone is enjoying positive returns. At a time when market dispersion will be on the way up, 
volatility is high and central banks are not your friend anymore, what choices you make within your portfolio construction, how you can contribute to alpha generation can make a world of a difference, can make the difference between losing money to your clients over the next 12 months and making money. So from our perspective, this is exactly the time when uh, asset managers need to focus on capital preservation and alpha generation as ways to offset market pressures. Great. Thank you for joining me today, Andre. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. appreciate the opportunity to speak to you all. This podcast is provided by RBC Global Asset Management, RBC GAM, for informational purposes and may not be reproduced, distributed, or published without the written consent of RBC GAM. This podcast does not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or to sell any security product or service in any jurisdiction, nor is it intended to provide investment, financial, legal accounting, tax, or other advice, and such information should not be relied or acted upon for providing such advice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This product is not available for distribution to investors in jurisdictions where such distribution would be prohibited. Investment and economic outlook information has been compiled by RBC GAM from various sources. Information obtained from third parties is believed to be reliable, but no representation or warranty expressed or implied is made by RBC GAM or its affiliates or any persons as to its accuracy, completeness, or correctness. RBC GAM and its affiliates assume no responsibility for any errors or omissions.